0: Welcome to Na Fam the Podcast.
1: Hello. My stage name is Marie Enfield.
0: Oh, okay. Now you gave it away. That's actually your real name.
1: Do you don't, you don't what's your stage name?
0: I know what your stage name is. Why? How? Uh because it's your middle name and the street you grew up on.
1: Okay, what's yours?
0: Alexander Kennicott.
1: That's a terrible stage name. It is
0: a terrible stage name. Nobody would ever use that. Or maybe they would.
1: It's not really a stage name, Jim.
0: What what in the whatever it is that you came up with that? That was like, "Oh, combine this and this to get your this." I think you know what was to that. the what was it? Okay. What was it, Jim? That was your porno name.
1: Your porn star name.
0: Porn star name.
1: It was a thing that the kids would say in the 90s. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Combine your middle name and the street you lived on, and I can't imagine. I
0: mean, yours isn't terrible. How
1: terrible it was for you to be like, "Oh, wow, Alexander." Yeah, no, Kenna I never. Pot. That's like really bad. Alex That's, That's actually the first porn star name I've ever heard that I was like, yeah, that doesn't work. Where I believe you just totally, you totally like, um, you totally, oh, what's the word?
0: Good question. What is, (laughs) what, what are you trying to say here?
1: That theory I mean, that was always never... held true for every other person I know. Every single hmm. person I know, even if they had the worst name in the whole world, somehow you can find their middle name in the street they lived on. It's like, that is like a rock star name. Like everybody I knew, it was Marie Enfield. I mean, come on, that's like pretty glorious. That one's like, pretty glorious. good. And for the first time in my life, I was just like totally like thrown off because i'm like that's horrible alexander Kennicott yeah. is horrible
0: well i don't disagree with that but i want to know i mean honestly how many names do you think you went through that you were like yeah that one works that one works I didn't yeah that go one through works any.
1: oh you mean everybody i know okay. everybody i know it was like oh my gosh now i can't like first of all my neighbors had the same street name as i did and so there's that but
0: how'd that feel to be related to all your neighbors in your uh, little porn
1: star world i'm trying to i'm trying it's kind of think- creepy Like, I just can think of like Elizabeth Cromwell. Um, Let's see. What street did she live on? I can't remember. Lee Dean, when it was one of them, but then she moved. Um, I mean, it's just like, they just flow kind of like.
0: I didn't choose the street I grew up on or my middle name. So that just is what it is.
1: Okay. Sorry. No, I'm sorry for you because that's totally. Well, that probably
0: explains a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on why we're here where we are today.
1: So when you went through that, well, when did you learn about that? Was it in the 90s? Were you in school when people would say that? Uh, well,
0: yeah, but I don't, I mean, there were all different things combinations and things i don't specifically remember your middle name and your street name
1: that theory and saying wow it works every time yep absolute porn Uh, star name
0: certainly i don't
1: i would like to convert to rock star name
0: okay well we'll say rock star from here on out (laughs) certainly not with that uh pairing of middle name and street name Mm -hmm. like i'm not saying that that didn't come up but i feel like and i couldn't i couldn't name any other ones right now but i know there were different variations of putting things together you know, what's your favorite color? What's this? What's you know? There's just these different things you put together. Um, for all, I don't, I don't even know. I mean, there were because it wasn't just rock star or porn star or whatever. There was there people use those name things for a ton of different things.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that any hit the status that this one did though.
0: Obviously, for you, nah, this one stuck with you all these years. <laughs> well, I could see I why mean, it
1: didn't stick with you. You're like, mm, doesn't yeah, really. I'm moving on. Doesn't do I'm much moving on. Me. Let's see
0: what what does work for me. Yeah. So
1: what did work for you? Do you I don't remember?
0: Know. No. <laughs> no, I don't I don't know. I'm,
1: sh- I'm shocked. You're shocked. I'm so shocked that mm-hmm. i don't remember yeah hey no
0: hey guess what guess what alexander kennicott it
1: looks like you're today well leading.
0: what's leading can
1: we can we just take can we just like actually like rebrand this entire podcast starring marie enfield and alexander kennicott and no. just like go from there no what described to me alexander kennicott what's he like
0: <laughs> well uh Probably when you hear that
1: name, like what comes to mind?
0: A little nerdy, a little uptight. Okay. Um, a little uh, boring.
1: All of this tracks. Okay. Yeah, All pretty right. much me. Yeah.
0: Me to That's a T. That's what I'm hearing. Which is not what I want to go and go for with my rock star uh, persona.
1: What about Marie Enfield then?
0: I think that that one's okay.
1: What does it's what kind of does little, that bring up? It's, I mean, I it, definitely feel like she's a brunette, though.
0: It, um, you know,
1: to me, she it, roller skates probably it, too. I was
0: gonna say it brings up. I think, <laughs> the, like you had mentioned last episode, that '80s mom with the the big tinted glasses <laughs> yeah. and you know the curly hair that uh-huh. smoked a lot and like.
1: No, she doesn't do that. She's younger too, okay. but um, she's got brown hair, and I think she roller skates. I mean, so this is all just coming to it's me. Certainly right now, not, it's certainly not. It's certainly not
0: the uh, a stage name that really hits and goes, "Wow, she's a star." It's kind of like I don't know. Maybe you're on, like the third page of credits mm, like you know
1: yeah well but you looks made interesting it interesting though but you made
0: it you're getting paid to do what you do
1: napoleon dynamite was star of his show and that's what alexander Kennicott's doing for me right now
0: <laughs> that was a very specific character that only I worked seriously in just certain tried settings.
1: to like envision alexander Kennicott in my head and that's what, what did you out. come
0: up with And napoleon dynamite yeah oh mm.
1: that's what i'm saying
0: unrelated but related. I get these travel ads that pop up on Facebook and Instagram and stuff because I've looked for places to go. And there's this place in Canada outside of Quebec, apparently. That's um, I think there's like cabins and stuff. It's probably kind of fancy, but they have these trails in the woods and I don't know how they uh, create them or make it work, Mm -hmm. but there's like 10 miles of ice skating trails through the woods mm. and then there's spots that are open that have like reindeer and stuff like that that you can feed reindeer and probably wow, pet reindeer cool. along and like pictures of skating like i just saw that isn't today. there a
1: place like that in Grant on the west side of the state here
0: there is i don't think it's quite this probably um special but we did okay. see i don't want to say special but kind of like this seems like it's like would be a destination place to go mm. but yeah no we've talked about that before there is something ice like that
1: for 10 miles that's intense like we, you, you well to, it's, probably that's like, a big commitment. it's probably like it's probably
0: like loops i don't think you have to go okay, like right. it's there's 10 like 10 miles of trails that you can skate on i believe mm-hmm. and maybe you can't skate on all of them maybe it's just some of them but i thought that would be fun get cozy in the winter go yeah. up get a cabin you know as long sure. as it was nice and mm-hmm. like you know a little bit luxurious mm-hmm. alexander hamilton i mean <laughs> alex alexander kennicott alexander kennicott <laughs> takes marie enfield <laughs> mm-hmm out for a weekend in in the in the woods. How's that sound? That
1: sounds like a horror flick. <laughs> that's, genuinely, that's what comes genuinely up for you. those two archetypes in the woods.
0: Yeah, probably wouldn't get very far.
1: <laughs> okay, um, that would be great, except it's a long drive. So that sounds like ew.
0: Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's it's quite a hike. That sounds great,
1: mm-hmm.
0: except it's a long drive. So ew. Mm-hmm. That's really. Uh... <laughs> Quite profound.
1: I'm just channeling my Marie Enfield. Mm-hmm. Um, so today, let's so let's see here. What do you want to talk about? We want to talk about this week, other than the fact that you and I have been off this week.
0: We've had an off week. We have um, dealt with one dog uh, with an uncontrollable bowel. Mm-hmm. That knock on wood, we have under wraps right now. Mm-hmm. Took him to the vet Monday night.
1: Under wraps.
0: Under control. Okay. Under yeah. control, not Sounds under wraps. Under under control. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we have another one that yeah. is um, had a rough night last night. It's mm-hmm. a little disturbing. So, but he's mm-hmm. he's got a bath. He's clean now, and I'm hoping that we don't repeat the cycle with him.
1: Which it woke you up. You were like, okay. You said yes. I have to wake up because you woke me up, and then you're like, I just want to let you know, that Rudy shit in the bathroom, and I I've been trying to let it go, but I keep waking up because the smell is so overwhelming, and I'm laying right next to you, and I'm like, I don't smell anything. Yeah, I want to know from our I want to know
0: from our listeners. Okay. so obviously know that? noises just you know okay just tell us uh-huh <laughs> you know certain people sleep really deeply they don't hear anything at night mm-hmm. obviously i used to be that person now i feel like i hear everything mm-hmm. at night i hear lou barking who's downstairs in a crate the door is closed and the noise machine's on and yeah, i but still you're hear also
1: him. somebody that can easily go back to sleep so you have no problem raising understand waking me up understand at, once i'm up i'm up so, so don't, last me very last angry. night
0: the first time yes this happened, and because this like, isn't
1: the first time this has happened, no. and I have said to you multiple times, like just go back to bed. We'll clean it up in the morning, yeah. and you just can't stomach that. And I'm like,
0: no, it's been oh a few. Gosh, it's been a few sleep. months since it's happened, and yes, yeah, so it happened last night, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I have to go and at least just mm-hmm. like. Clean this up, and it wasn't terrible the first time.
1: But you're so you take you take forever to do it, and then your complaint is, and you
0: just whine the whole time.
1: No, because I'm like, hurry up! I'm mean, you're keeping me awake. You're making so mm-hmm. much noise that you're keeping me awake. And then it's not like I'm gonna get up and help you because if I do that, then I'm gonna be fully awake and I'm not going back to bed for the night. And I also think i think it's drama. I think you could wait till the morning.
0: So here's the problem, because anyway, so yeah, the smell woke me up, and then later on I smelled it again, and I was like, no. I, no, I'm gonna. I have to tune this out for now because you're gonna. Um, if I wake you up now, you know you're not gonna go back to bed. I don't want to do that. I really don't want to clean it up. And so I got up at whatever time it was, six this morning, and cleaned up, did a, a once over That's on it.
1: That's not true. It was before that.
0: Five thirty, six, whatever time it was. Anyway. <clears throat> So would you rather that I go sleep on the couch then? Because I'm like the smell is disgusting and it's strong and no, it's like
1: like just you're it's done. It's not that bad. It's so far away. It
0: must be nice to must be nice to say it's not that to bad. Throw
1: a paper towel over it. I don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> honestly, it yes, it smell. will. Of course, it absolutely it will. It
0: literally is everywhere. Anyway, he is all over me right now.
1: Yes, so his shitty hair and all.
0: I I gave him a good bath. <laughs> I really scrubbed him really well in places I did not want to scrub to make sure I got everything I could get. So maybe he's just happy about that. I don't know.
1: Okay, he's been favoring you lately.
0: You're getting very true. jealous about it. I Tell am us about that. Of it. Tell us about that. What do you, What do you attribute it to? What do you attribute his change, his shift?
1: I think that he's got an anxious attachment, to you. He feels like you don't give him enough attention, so he's just very clingy. We know how that works. We know the science behind this.
0: What do you think? What do you think, Rudy? Do you think she's right on that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm going to say you just know that I give you more attention, and I give you more love, and I'm, like, right there with you. So you and I have a, a bond, and... Mom's just not that close to you anymore. She's gotten tired of you. She's gotten bored with you. How does that feel? She's like, eh, he's not a puppy anymore. He's over a year old. Not really interested.
1: I think it's because you tase him on the regular. So ever since you started doing that, <laughs> he's had this like very change of heart towards you.
0: <laughs> on the regular. I <laughs> like that as if his collar is just on him when we go for walks and he's out and he's being obnoxious. So
1: Rudy is, we had to get a, um, what's it called? Shot collar. Shot collar. Because... Um, which is actually recommended by the vet, but a vet. Um, some vet <laughs> some somewhere. Vets. No, for real it was though. But um, he is, he's an interesting dog. So he, when we first got him, he, I've never seen a dog, what I would call a full-fledged panic attack, which I've never seen an animal have because that's like a level of uncontrollability, physical uncontrollability that like is kind of scary. So he, he's, he has regressed when it comes to going for walks with other dogs. He's so excited to see them. He wants to play with them uh-huh. that he would. So I tried to take him on a couple weeks ago by myself, and we just had a regular collar. And we talked about while. this. I, I think don't... no, we I did. It. We did.
0: Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. Chin.
1: So you did the right. We, so know you know. we have had conversations about this. Yes, you and I have talked about this. Okay. <laughs> Not all of our conversations it's all occur blends on together the, on the air. Uh, on the right. Anyways, he was, it was a really, it was, it was like seriously, like almost a traumatic experience for me. He, it was a traumatic experience. He flipped around for you. like multiple times. His, I guess don't know how he doesn't break his neck. It's terrifying. He just flails about. I physically, I had to physically, with my full body, restrain him on the ground, broke free from me, had to do it again. This guy is walking by. I mean, people are staring at me like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I don't know if they know if like he's abusing me or I'm abusing him or what is going on. And then, it's just it was terrible and finally like i got him home but i was like so distraught so after that you and i were like all right we got to figure this out so we got him a harness collar so he can't do that it's so
0: much better so much the better. harness is so much better but
1: we're also you have taken done this i haven't done this using the shot collar with him which it's amazing that he still will he he sometimes doesn't even care about yeah. the shock collar. He just wants to go play with these dogs so badly. Um
0: And there's four modes. There's there's a a noise, a tone. Uh-huh. There's a vibration. Uh-huh. There's a, a instant shock. That's yeah. just a, a quick shock and then yeah. there's a continuous shock. So that you know will you're talking about it keep, right it, now. Look at him. <laughs> keep it going so until you right let now. off of it up <laughs> to a point like for like 10 seconds. So it doesn't matter what mode.
1: But don't you feel like ever since you did that he's been I feel like that since he's been different with you. Mm, he's very smart. Maybe. He's a human dog. I've been reading more up about poodles, and that's one of the major descriptions that people give about poodles is they're human-like. Um, when he knows he's done something, he does come to you. He comes to the person with great remorse, just seeking your approval and apology. It's very interesting. So I do feel like ever since you did that, he's been very—he's just been very clingy mm. towards you.
0: Maybe I don't. I don't know that I could. I could attribute one to the other or establish any kind of correlation. Okay. But you might be onto something there.
1: Yeah, I feel like that day he like when we got home, he was just very like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry."
0: Well, that was like probably two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I know. And, ever ago, since
1: two- then. and we haven't. You've gone out We've got maybe done it like one other time. Yeah. Taking him out because he's just such a pain in the ass. I
0: I like to just think that he loves me more because he knows that I'm a more loving, lovable human person.
1: That, that's not true. <laughs>
0: Well, Rudy begs to differ. Is opposite. what I'm going with.
1: That's the opposite.
0: So yeah. So right now he's standing on the ground with half of his body mm-hmm. up on my legs. Mm-hmm. Like, Give me attention, please.
1: Mm-hmm. He just—he is such a clinger. <laughs> he doesn't leave you. Yes. He does not leave. He will not go out today. When I got home, he had to stay outside because he had shit all over his fur. But of course, he doesn't want to stay outside because the people are inside. Uh huh. So he throws a conniption. So finally, I was like, I guess I'm just gonna go sit outside for a half hour until somebody else gets home so that he doesn't stop
0: so somebody else yeah somebody else you. that would give him a bath
1: yeah exactly i'm not giving him a bath no. Ew. exactly do
0: do you think you could um show a little more enthusiasm tonight do you think you could really? like turn it up a what's
1: bit what's up with the, why
0: wow you just kind of sound a little uh
1: well what i wanted to
0: melancholy oh, is that the geez. is that the right word melancholy
1: uh, i don't know <laughs> I I'm, maybe I've been a melancholy melancholy yeah. right now. I think a lot of people are. You know, I've yeah. been really very busy at work. And I said on here before, I always sort of can take the temperature on like, what's going on out there based on the number of people that are requesting appointments and also what they're talking about. I mean, people are having a rough time right now. I don't know what it is.
0: Yeah. Well, obviously, it, the change in weather and everything, but it's been a beautiful week as far as it's been in the 60s. It's November. Like, there's like this little bit of like a, mm-hmm. we've got a little bit of a you know um vibe going on that like a little picks you up a little bit mm-hmm. versus the you know a couple weeks before but no i i i feel that i think it it is it's just kind of like
1: oh look who's vying for my attention yeah, right now good
0: he listened he listened he's like you are so wrong he's like i it has nothing to he's do with like, the shot Don't
1: stand, mama. yeah Aww, see he can he can so hear it in your sweet. voice too look in my neck and
0: the microphone <laughs> that's very appealing Very appealing. Um,
1: Yeah. No. So, yeah. So, yeah. So... (laughs)
0: So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: I don't know. Um, what was I gonna talk about today though? I wanted to talk about wanted to talk about outdoor holiday seasonal decorations. Seems you wanna to be take a, hot topic. a You wanna take a poll? It's a hot topic this time Listeners
0: of year. Listeners,
1: call in. Um we still have our Halloween decorations up.
0: It's November seventeenth.
1: We you know ever It's too since, late.
0: It's way too late to have Halloween decorations you up. You know,
1: everything post pandemic. Pandemic changed everything. It's just this like period in time of like, you know, yeah. before Christ, after Christ. But It's like, or after death, but um, yeah, because it's like, I mean, during the pandemic, people were putting them up early and they were like, yeah, they're putting up early because they're bored and depressed and like, why not? But that's just stuck. It's stuck. Like every, I mean, the downtown here, they had all their decorations up by what? November 1st. It's like, really? That's, uh, that's a, that didn't used to be that way. (laughs) Like
0: <laughs> yeah, and actually, I haven't really driven through there or been, been down there at night lately. Uh huh. And so I went and picked up dinner last night, and yeah. it was all the Christmas lights and all the trees yeah. downtown. And I always forget how pretty it is. And yes. it's just like, oh, yeah, like Christmas is cl- – oh, well, it's not that close. Okay, yeah, so, we have um, a month and a half. People
1: have a lot of opinions about this, and I want to know what your opinion is.
0: I'm putting Christmas decorations up now. Mm-hmm. My opinion. So I did take down – Wait, do few- you have an opinion, though? Mhm. I have, I you know what, I'm not, I don't have a hard and fast. Um, however, I did take down some decorations because I'm like, there's too much and I got to do, I need to do the rest of them. Clarify but
1: decorations. The
0: Halloween decorations, okay. sorry. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's November 17th. It's time they come down.
1: It is time they come down.
0: But with that said, I feel this is where I'm caught. I don't want to take them all down and have nothing right now. Why? So
1: I, I don't know. We've never gone from Halloween to Christmas. I
0: know. Never. And for some reason this year, I was just like, I want to take the Halloween down and I want the Christmas ones to sure go you
1: that? I think you're just being lazy. Well, maybe
0: that's. Maybe that's what I'm telling myself because I am being lazy about it, Mm -hmm. but hold on.
1: (coughs) Yeah, because what's your excuse when the Christmas decorations are up through March?
0: (laughs) Yeah, laziness. 100% <laughs> laziness. So, yeah, I think that, I think this week, I'm officially okay putting Christmas decorations out. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. I'm like, basically, we've got just like five well, we weeks till Christmas. No, I know that, but I'm we, just.
1: We we have to. Um, But before we go there, I want to know what your thoughts are on.
0: On Halloween decorations?
1: No, on the time frame stuff. Like This is a controversial topic of when you're allowed to put Christmas decorations up or, you know, what people, people have opinions about when you should be allowed to downtown they i think it was around november 1st am i wrong about that that the storefronts were all no
0: you're wrong on that because they do the halloween thing halloween's the 31st of october and uh-huh. everybody still has halloween stuff first up. so i november. feel like
1: first weekend of november
0: i'm gonna say this i think that that's acceptable especially for like a city like ours i think that the second ideally like the end like two weeks into november like november 15th i think is the is the right time i feel like where you can start putting stuff out and feel like it's close enough okay.
1: would you agree that they've gotten earlier on it though like I, I don't think the city even did it that early pre- in the uh, past I don't know I think definitely it was up by Thanksgiving weekend because there's the hot fantasy of lights occurs here so that's a whole holiday kickoff thing where all the Christmas decorations are up and that is always Thanksgiving weekend it's the Friday after Thanksgiving yes you didn't even know that
0: no I did I was trying to think of in the past I, you, you always you have a memory that remembers things like that I, and... there's,
1: it just takes no memory to remember when Fantasy of Lights is. Oh, You're I'm not talking know. about
0: Fantasy of Lights. I'm talking about when the city puts the lights out. Oh, okay. I don't know that. I honestly don't think this year was really I'm, any earlier. Think, I feel think, like that though- Think
1: decades earlier, Jim. Think 10 years ago. I'm not talking about even in the last few years.
0: Oh, well, in that case, you. I feel like you might be right a little bit. Okay. I think people want to have that vibrancy. And so it's like, we're just going right into Christmas because we want the lights out. We want it to really stand out. And we need we need something.
1: What do you think of people that have strong opinions about it being too early?
0: I think that's-, that's 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 ridiculous.
1: You do? Why do you think that's ridiculous?
0: Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to the store because we're playing Christmas music. Well, I don't want to go necessarily hear Christmas music either. However, it doesn't hurt anything. And I think that that's a little bit... um... Why don't you
1: want to hear Christmas music? You don't want to be happy? (laughs) I don't understand. No,
0: I'm just saying it doesn't. No, what I'm saying is like I don't
1: want to spread happiness and joy. If
0: I go from Halloween on October 31st, and then the next day you go into a store and they're playing Christmas music, it does feel like a little bit. It it feels like it's a little early. Why does
1: it matter though? It
0: doesn't. That's why I'm saying I'm not going to not go into the store. I just kind of feel like it's not Christmas yet. I'm not. I'm not quite there yet.
1: Why do you think it matters to some people? Do you think that there's just like this whole like we have to like ration joy situation?
0: That's a good question because I think more than anything, it just becomes. Talking point. It becomes something to whether not even saying complain about. It becomes a topic of conversation to have an opinion about, and so it's an it's an opportunity for people to just have an opinion about something. Yeah, ultimately doesn't matter. I think that's all it is. I you think, know i think there's a
1: time where i kind of thought like well you're going to diminish the joy and magic because there's only so they, much yeah if you spread it if it, if you make it too much it's going to be like you're going to you're going to ruin it um i don't know i don't know that that's the case but then i think about what the millennials did to halloween and i'm like I'm kind of like annoyed with that. You know what I mean? Like, they made it a month long celebration. Like, there's trick or treating like 14 or 15 times before the actual trick or treating event of October 31st. It's like, you ruined Halloween. There's Halle- trunk or treats and there's, Halle- you know,
0: come here and do it this way and come there's here and so do it this there's way. So way and, much.
1: and it's like, you ruined actual Halloween now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you took away from the magic of that. So, I kind of see though? both that, did see they? that too.
0: Did they? How does that affect you?
1: They did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Because that's they don't a, that's know an objective truth. They don't know what they well, first of all, they've taken, these kids don't know what it's like to get that excited about something one night in the month of yeah. October. It's like, I get to do a little bit of this every day of October. I wear my costume like 14 times. We're going times. six different places to all I these different. I might have four or five costumes yeah. actually, instead of just yeah. one that I wear one night, one day at school or whatever.
0: I will agree with you on that point, on that point alone. Having a whole month to celebrate Halloween and have the decorations up for a whole month and everything. I, and I love, love it. And the decorations are over the top, but Those they're are fun. are
1: fun. I do appreciate the new um, outdoor decoration thing that we've adopted in this culture. Yeah. Um, bigger than Christmas scenes or holiday. It, 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 the def- winter holidays it definitely is, is. So.
0: So I was going to say, that's the whole thing is going into a store and having Christmas music playing and Christmas stuff out. That doesn't like, that doesn't bother me at all. Well, I don't. It's not
1: just Christmas. It's all the winter religious holidays.
0: Yeah, that's true. But I don't think that like, I, I don't think that diminishes from the actual holidays themselves. You know, but I think all of the other things that go along with it, it does seem like we have to have all I mean, of these like micro so celebrations.
1: We do. And there is so, I mean, it's so much capitalism involved. It's pretty frustrating. Yes. Like the, I'm at an age and I've, this happened a while ago. It's like, why do we all have to get each other presents? That's like, we're just causing stress and mayhem here. Like, why do we need to do that? You know what I mean? Like yeah. get the kids presents. Cool. That's it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It just sort of takes away from the original essence of it all. Do you think
0: it is capitalism? That's that's 100% what it is. It's an excuse to go out and spend money and buy things, and they want you to spend more and more. No, but and then more. it
1: becomes this pressure around it too. It totally like does. Judging what you're getting and how much thought you put into it well, and not, how much thought you're not getting. only um, that. I want to be the. I want. I want this person to have the best gift, and it's got to be from me. I have to have the status of like, if they don't think my gift is so meaningful, then I've failed because i'm not we've their favorite got, person we've
0: got that we've got the you know going back we've got the tickle me elmos and we've got before that the cabbage patch kids and you know
1: i'm not even talking about that. i know you're i'm not, talking about adults acting like
0: i i, I monsters
1: I around the holiday season <laughs> yes it's like greed it's like we're celebrating greed we're not celebrating well, joy I guess this is that's a bigger charity. that's a
0: bigger conversation <laughs> because 100% I agree with I guess that sentiment is like the idea is to come together and to spend time yeah. with those that we love and to just spend that time together right. so all the gifts and fanfare around the rest of it having the perfect food having this having that and doing uh-huh. all of the, these other things that are stressful take away from and I understand it's like well, we want this to be special this is joy this is whatever it's But it's like
1: special when you do that to it. But
0: it does become it does become where that overwhelms the conversation or overtakes the, com- the, the 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 conversation or the intent of the celebration. And, that and
1: just, it's it's not diminishes only, it. Nothing diminishes it. It's it's the complete contrary of what you're going for. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. It's humorous, actually, in that way. I do get a little bit of a kick out of it. Like really. <laughs> <laughs> you all see the irony here, right?
0: No. <laughs> unfortunately not. You don't? No, unfortunately I don't think most people a lot of people don't see the irony. I think there's I think there are many that do. I think Of
1: course they don't. That's why I find right. it especially funny.
0: Yeah. No, that's what I that's I was agreeing with you on that point. Okay. It's I thought like, you
1: were saying that you don't agree with me.
0: No, no, I do. I do. And it, it is. It's like like you just said, you gotta find the perfect thing and I want I want this person to really well, why? Yeah. Why? Why why aren't we just getting together and showing yeah. that person that you love them and you care about them and you're thinking about them? Right. Right. spending their time together and stressing and, and, them know, out
1: and pestering them about what they sh- should be asking for yeah like i don't get it
0: <laughs> well you know we've had this conversation and i don't put out a christmas list obviously don't you don't put out a christmas list and i'm like i don't if i want to buy myself something yeah i'll go buy myself something right. i know that there are people that are not as fortunate as. but
1: i well all i'm saying is that if you don't put one out why do we have to be pestered about it of course like what is the psychology behind that is it because you're upset that that they might not like the gift. Well, that's their problem. They didn't put a list out, you know. Yeah. Or you could just like not get them anything, and we could like, you know, I just, I just don't understand like the frenzy around it. It's like mad, it's like madness. It's like, what is this? What are we celebrating here? Or what are we actually celebrating here yeah. at this point? <laughs> I, I
0: guess that's my whole thing. Yeah. If we're just, if we're going around and buying each other exactly what we already have told each other, I want this specific thing. Mm-hmm. Will you, you know, okay, you're going to spend X amount on me. Mm-hmm. Will you buy me this specific thing I want? Mm-hmm like you said then what's the point of the pressure of making you go buy it just buy it and we can celebrate together just I mean it's just I'd rather have it be more more if somebody's going to buy me something
1: I'm not saying that though all I'm saying is if I choose not to put out a list that should yeah. be okay. That's all I'm saying.
0: Okay. Well, I'm taking it a step further. I agree with that. I okay. also think that the, to me, the idea of the list in itself, I don't care. I'm not, it's not like I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe you put out a list. I'm just saying it's That's like.
1: What I'm, I'm not saying that either. Right. I'm saying if, but if I choose not to, it should right. be okay.
0: Yeah. No, no. I, I'm i just saying I am taking it one step further and saying, why do we need, why do we need to put out a list? Unless it's like, I need this. And I, you know, like if we're, if we're getting together and mm-hmm. celebrating with other people, it's like, hey, if yeah, you want to give is- me something, why don't you give me what you think I would like yeah and like I would rather have that you know thoughtful mm-hmm. gift than me telling you what I want you buying it and then being like oh thank you for buying me what I told you I wanted yeah but I think also and some people like, don't think like I think that I know you, that like,
1: also put out a list too like it's fair to be like mm, you know I put out the list and you got me something not on my list like uh like I'm just thinking that sounds and that doesn't I don't want that to sound as terrible as it does sound <laughs> this
0: all sounds a little terrible but I'm just but...
1: thinking like I'll, I just think like what's coming to mind maybe is like a wedding registry and you have like all this things on your wedding registry and then a bunch of people are like oh well they have i see they have dish towels i see that they have those dish towels i don't really like those dish towels or those are too expensive i know that i can get them double the dish towels over here and i like these ones so i'm going to get them and then i open it i'm like these dish towels are horrible i don't need double i actually just wanted two and those are the two that i wanted why didn't you just give me those two you know (laughs) or whatever (laughs) well
0: i would i would make that i mean a little more so
1: i guess my point is about I'm, I'm, tra- I'm just talking about situations where gift giving isn't about the recipient. It's about the giver. It's like, yeah. I want you to have this, or I like it's about how it makes them feel. That's where I'm like, yes, that's a pet peeve of mine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if, like, like, they get like that wedding thing, it's like, okay, these I gave you a specific thing that I wanted, and you'd got me what you wanted.
0: No, I totally, dollar
1: amount is the same. I
0: totally agree with that. And then
1: also, the other situation is, I told you that I don't care what you get me, uh-huh. and now you're. mad at me because I said I didn't care what you get me. So it's like, who is this for?
0: I completely agree with that. And I guess, you know, to clarify a little bit, certain occasions where you have a baby shower, you have a wedding shower, you have those special events and you're, you know, you have specific things you want. I completely agree. If you're going to buy something from the list or related to the list, then get the thing on the list. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't get somebody a set of dishes and they're like, that's not the pattern I wanted. Oh, but I liked it better. So I got like, no, they're going to live with that for however long. Like, that's not what you do but as a, a birthday christmas whatever other kind of celebration that you have that you're getting each other's gifts it's like you know i don't not that i, I guess if you, like you said if you want to put out a list go ahead and put out a list it doesn't offend me but i also just feel like i don't i'd rather just
1: But do you see what but my i guess i am I'm just gonna zero you know i'm specifically my pet, pet peeve is list no list whatever is why are you giving a gift? Is it for you to make you feel better about the gift that you're giving? Or is it for the recipient that we are supposed to be showering with gifts? Who is it about? Like, I think a lot of people need to check themselves on that a lot of the time.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Are you trying to make a statement about yourself to that person by the gift you're giving them? Mm -hmm. Or is it because you care about the person and the gift you're giving them?
1: Make a statement about yourself or are you, do you need to feel like number one? Do you need to feel, do you need to be seen? Is it like, is it about you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And through what how for whatever means through that process. Like yeah. Oh my God, they always give me the best presents. Like right. okay, you have that why? status. <laughs> why why? <laughs>
0: Like, <laughs> I mean, if it's if it if it's the best present because you think it's the most meaningful and special to you, then that's one thing. But if uh-huh. it's like you, there's just there's a difference between something that's maybe personal and like yeah. you know this person just knows me so well they get me what I want every time versus this this yeah. this pressure around this yeah. I need to stand out above everyone else and have this acknowledgement about what I got for that person. Yeah, that's what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I just want people to check themselves on what their true intentions are um, around that. I just think that that. Like, what again? What is this about? Is this about you, or is it about the giving the gift? You're here to give the gift for that person. Mm-hmm. Is it about the person? Which is, I mean, I would argue that's the true intention behind all of this, right? It should be. I have. S- Similar sentiment around when she received the gift, how you express appreciation for the gift. You appreciate the gift, you express the appreciation. And that's how it's done. Like, if I give somebody a gift and they're like, thank you, I'm like, you're welcome.
0: Well, yeah, because you don't feel like... It's like they expressed gratitude for the gift. Uh And it's about you gave them the gift because you wanted to give them the gift. It was your choice to give them the gift because it was for them.
1: didn't say thank you, I don't think I would notice that. I mean, I don't... I guess i would think maybe more it's just like oh they were like distracted well i don't yeah. know that i would take it. I would it never personally. i would never
0: take it personally and think it was an ill intent unless it was an intentional like eh, okay like well that was rude but in general right like i you're right i don't care as much i'm gonna put the thought into the gift because i care about the person i'm gonna give them the yeah, gift they it's say for thank them. you i'm
1: celebrating them yeah. i don't need you them.
0: know and frankly if on that note if that gift got regifted to somebody else and i saw that yeah i wouldn't be offended by that either
1: you were, okay i don't
0: think so What about you? I was just thinking about that scenario where somebody gets a gift and you're like, oh, I think you really like this. Have you been in a
1: world where you've seen that a lot? I don't know that I've ever seen it.
0: (laughs) No, I don't. I don't know. I don't think I have. I'm just trying to think of like a, a situation where that would happen. And yeah, I just no, I have not. I have not been in that situation. I was just trying to think about different scenarios with that and... I just don't think at this point in my life, especially. At, at one point in time, I might have been, you know, kind of like, "Wow, that sucks!" I, I can't believe I, you know, wasted something on that person. But as I've gotten older, I kind of look at it and go, "Hey." hey I mean, I
1: feel like the only things I've ever seen regrifted are, are are nothing of real like value. Obviously,
0: if it's a special like this was it's specifically like for you, this was, that was something they that they got
1: for free somewhere that they don't right. want, and they pay I guess I'm just I guess I'm just
0: playing a what if scenario. And if you encountered that, would you be offended by it? Because again, if the gift is not about you and giving it to that person and it was truly about the 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 receiver that that was the gift for them what does it matter what they do with it
1: yeah I don't know I guess I just I'm trying to think what that would be like um I guess I don't know I I don't think that's a simple answer okay I think that you would be able to um it'd really be like a unique case-by-case situation I think because it's like um I mean I think there's definitely a scenario where it's like wow like this is a really there was a lot of like this is a great gift and I get it. And this person knew that I would love it and they're giving it to me. But if it was like a situation where you're reading the room and you're like, oh, wow, like they didn't give a fuck about what happened just now. I'd be like, OK, you know what I mean? But again, what, who I'm also a person that's not going to put out a list. So it's like, all right, cool. Like this is what I got. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I'm not... I don't. I don't know. I don't know. That's not really. That's like a no answer. Answer, but
0: no. And, and I mean, beat this to death, and it's 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 stupid. But <laughs> you must you have know. feelings about it. No. Well, I just told you what my feelings were on it. And I guess if I got you, you know, a piece of jewelry, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I got you this necklace, mm-hmm. and this was special, mm-hmm. and then you were like, wow, great, and then you turned around and gave it to your daughter. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be like, mm, I would be hurt by that.
1: What? I'd be like, I could be like, there's so many things behind that. Like- I
0: don't mean like you know down the road like oh I'm, I'm handing this off to you i mean if it's like well i'm not gonna wear this i'm gonna give it to you like i that's that's there's certain personal gifts that are very have some meaning behind them um that i think is you know it sounds maybe hypocritical because obviously it's like well then
1: well so all the jewelry that my grandma handed down to me you think my grandpa should be pissed about i mean <laughs> no it's
0: not what i'm saying at all did your grandma give it to you like the the week after I wasn't she got it yet. no exactly I wasn't so yet. that's not what i'm talking about <laughs> At all. Handing something down to your daughter. I think it would depend like, on
1: how I presented it to her. If it was like, I got this from my husband, Alexander Kennecott. It's like so precious and so special. I'm so honored he got this for me. It brought me to tears and I want to share it with you because there's just so much love that I have in this precious piece of jewelry and let's share in the love together. Would it piss you off then?
0: If it was a month after I gave it to you? Really? Probably.
1: Even if that sentiment was behind it?
0: I think I'd I'd still be hurt by that.
1: Really? Why would you be hurt by it if it was done in a way where it was like, I'm expanding the love here. I could see if it was a situation where it's like, eh, I don't really care this much about it. Sure, you can wear it. I don't care if you could damage it or like, but if it was like this thing where I'm like, this is this is, this is a treasure for both of us. I don't I don't know that I could see it that way. Do you think it would change things if Katie was your biological daughter? Is, it, is this some stepdaddy issues coming up for you here right no, now?
0: No, no, <laughs> I can tell you it would not change things at all. Okay. I would look at it and be like, Because I guess for me, I know that if I'm buying you a piece of jewelry, like there's for, you know, there's something special in that, you know, whether it's a birthstone or something else that like, I'm like, I want, it, it's a special thing between you and me. And I feel like it's like, you're like, well, I agree that it's special. But it's...
1: I think you should talk to somebody about yeah, that.
0: Maybe. Maybe, I'll, maybe I need to find a... <laughs> A <laughs> good person to have that conversation with
1: I, I mean really like I guess I just kind of feel like
0: But I guess you could say that about anything too Any exactly. gift so that Somebody somebody gets oh I, this was special to me and I'm giving it to I mean, you I
1: mean I guess I am I'm, I'm trying to think of an example where if I gave you something And you were so enamored with it And so in love with it That you were like hey boys This is so cool I want you to share in this with me Look what she got for us I think I'd be like sweet Would you really? I think
0: Oh I don't know
1: Wow you definitely have stuff yeah, daddy I shoes. do
0: I do I guess mm, I do. Wow, I don't, know. I don't. I don't. I don't think you would feel. I think you'd be like, what the fuck? That was a special thing, and
1: it's I all in how. I, but I mean it. Like I right. mean it. Like this is amazing. It's, yeah. like, it's not a lie. Oh, you just don't have You would have trouble believing it That it's a real thing That I was being honest
0: I, mean, I think you're right I think I I think I would feel like You don't really like it As much as you saying you like it Because
1: you're not used to Having honest people around you
0: Yeah, it would just It would, it would <laughs> to me feel like If you like it that much You, you know, why would you me? take the chance Of maybe losing it By giving it to your daughter right now You know, and
1: But if there was no If there was a guarantee That that wasn't a thing
0: Well, no, you can't guarantee that I'm looking at Yeah, I'm looking at it from all Like size Like you
1: only wear it When we're together like,
0: if I gave you something special mm-hmm. and you said, you know what, we're going out, you can you can wear that. I have no problem with that. If you gave it to,
1: all right, let's flip the script here a little bit. Yeah, your your name is Alexander <laughs> Kennicott. You are. Can we pick a
0: different name? I nine... mean, at least if we're gonna do this, at least something else. I don't know. I'm you're not nine... like James Alex. You're, at least, something. you're
1: nine years old. I'm. Try- I don't know what it would be, but like your mom, get your dad something pretty sweet for uh-huh. for a holiday. Um, it's something that your dad thinks is like awesome like he's so impressed that his wife put this much thought like a bowie and knife or something, into this gift and he comes to you and he's like son look what mom got for me this is amazing i i, I have so I, i'm going to pride this gift forever and i want you to share in this love with me like this is going to be ours we're both going to be able to like have this together what is what comes up for you <laughs>
0: i don't know that seems like a weird scenario <laughs> no. i go what's wrong with my dad is the first thing that comes <laughs> no. to mind is is he sick something's going on here this, do doesn't this doesn't track
1: this feels about his dad that's true um no but for real is your first thought yeah. well dude you're a douche dad why are you sharing this with me no i think you I'd don't feel even pretty, i don't care about mom I'd feel, feel, anymore i think i feel pretty special exactly i
0: would feel pretty special exactly
1: yeah. do you think your mom would be jealous
0: i think she, i don't know that's no
1: a- <laughs> because she doesn't have stepdaddy issues <laughs> what is your problem she you My- need to talk some but talk to somebody about this.
0: Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Like I said, in your hypothetical where it can't be lost, it can't be damaged, it can't be ruined, it can't be all these things. Like, it's not uh, even about that.
1: You got to take that all out.
0: Well, I can't take it all out because that plays into all of it for me.
1: no, come on. You're over it. This is where you make me mad. Come on. This is not complicated. Anyway,
0: I guess I would feel special.
1: Okay. And what's really telling to me is that you cannot bring yourself to get there when it comes to envisioning the scenario where you got me jewelry and I want to share it with my daughter.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think of like the boys wear my you know some of my clothes a lot my jackets and stuff like that and mm-hmm. i like it when they wear them but i don't like it if i just got it i'm like you're not wearing that i just got it like and then after a little bit of time it's like okay now it's now it's, it's i like it like it makes okay. me feel good so it, it, that's the same. I mean, it's not exactly the same scenario, but I guess it. I guess it depends on. I guess it depends on how it plays out. Okay. Anyway.
1: Does it change depending on whether or not it's your bio kid or your step kid?
0: No, no, because Christopher <laughs> wears my stuff probably more than anybody else, yeah. and I like it. All right. That was so a boring conversation. You're trying to
1: tell me though that you would, yeah. But you're trying to tell me that you would. You actually, you are totally okay. The step status doesn't matter in that scenario. No. Okay.
0: No, I truly. I. I mean, I don't think it does. I really don't.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I was just. I was. I was. <laughs> I, I was. Trying what I was trying to do I was sitting there staring at you and I was thinking would it matter if we were a year into our relationship versus 10 years in would that make a difference Mm. and I'm like maybe I don't know that it would but you know does the time that you're together make any difference in that I'm not sure that it does or it doesn't I mean now I've known the kids for you know Mm -hmm. like 10 years so yeah it's like I don't the differentiation between them doesn't I mean of course there's things that come in all the time i think that instinctively exists but at the same time like on the surface and in our family like i don't see it that way
1: mm-hmm. you know you don't see what what way like like
0: step kids bio kids really? we've been together for You're 10
1: years this is like people that try to say implicit bias no, 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 doesn't no. exist no
0: i'm saying i'm saying that that's what i'm saying in, in you know it's ingrained in us it exists on a deeper level mm-hmm. of course there's something that exists i'm saying on a surface level as far as like our family and stuff goes and just on a you know, again, without the the, the unconscious thought about it like i don't see it that way as much you know what i mean okay like i see like if christopher or katie i mean they call me all the time i have conversations with them i talk to them and mm-hmm. i mean it's not like it's like oh, i'm talking to you differently because you're my stepkids you're not my kids like the conversations we have and all of that like there's mm-hmm. no difference in, in that i think that there are things that play out in any relationship and of course that you know status mm-hmm. again on an unconscious level yeah is going to impact certain yeah. things yeah i'm not going to deny biology and science
1: well what do you mean by that
0: well i'm just going to say i, I I, I mean that i think that that is something that i don't know what you you could probably speak to that a lot more intelligently than i can well
1: we're not gonna talk about this talk about this tonight okay. but we
0: don't need to talk about
1: you it. you have never been in a situation where you're where the parents of your stepchildren have never fully supported you 100 or your relationship with your children mm-hmm. like fully like not like i'm gonna say i support it and like but there's also all these like undertones of other things right that people are picking up course, on all the time of it confuses the fuck of out of course. children but they have never had that scenario no. with you So there's never It's been It's just It's just been a very easy I situation. don't have
0: I don't have that Extra layer of tension Or other yeah. You know Influence Yeah From my relationship You're absolutely nobody's
1: right Nobody's ever I mean I'm sure Maybe there's like Some elements of it But like nobody's ever Been threatened by your but presence In their okay. life Okay so
0: if it exists 5% Yeah it, 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 But it's, it's been
1: It's been a situation too Where it's been like Honest It's like Yeah, yeah Like this bothers me But
0: I've been I have been As, a, as their stepdad I've been fully accepted From all parties
1: Absolutely. So Absolutely. yes, I don't
0: have that as a challenge. I mean th- to there my was my like a
1: couple of scenarios like I don't remember, I won't I won't even give specifics because it's not my business too, but I do remember a couple of scenarios years ago where there was some confusion about something you were gonna be involved in and their dad being like, Yeah, that's my role. Yeah. And I'm like, No, we know that. Like I, I didn't want you to think uh, yes. any like nobody was gonna like of
0: course. <laughs> and I think from that from that the positioning uh-huh. makes a difference, but it was never about the relationship. It was just about like, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Because you're the mom, I'm the stepdad, uh-huh. he's the dad. Like right. that's just the natural dynamic. And like, no, yeah. I'm not going to come in and assert myself and try to act like I'm their dad. Like that never, but, I, right. but early on as we were getting to know each other and everything, there is that little bit of a fear is well what if you know this person wants to take on this role that we've uh-huh. experienced a little bit elsewhere and it's like Yeah. No, that does
1: and I do think though, I'm thinking if I recall that situation, it was really early on. And I think actually, um that sentiment was also switched later on where you were included in something. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was just like kinda like testing the waters at first a little yeah. bit, you know, um just, what's this just, like
0: just like Kate, <laughs> just like Katie did at church one time.
1: Oh that was so funny Funny, when, you couldn't write that better.
0: No, when she was misbehaving in the pew. I
1: think, were we engaged or?
0: I don't even think we were engaged. I okay. think it was prior to us being engaged. Yeah. And we were it at was church. East,
1: was it like Easter Sunday? I think, I think so. Yeah. And
0: she was sitting next to me uh-huh. and she was being.
1: Rowdy. Rowdy. Uh-huh. And I was
0: like, <laughs> you need to be quiet. We're in church. Uh-huh. And she looked Said at me.
1: so loudly. And
0: she's like, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my dad. <laughs> I was like, okay. It was
1: so awkward too, because it was like, oh my God, it's so funny. People around us were laughing. She said it in public. She said it so loudly. And it's like, wow, we don't even like really have that. I mean, clearly like, you know, we don't even really have that dynamic where you're like, like, you know what I'm saying? It was just so funny. She obviously had no awareness, like how that looks from the outside. So it was, it was so comical. Yeah. That that wasn't,
0: yeah. To your point, that wasn't something that we dealt with as an obstacle to our relationship. Like I didn't have a, problem with my relationship with her it wasn't like it was she always looked at me like nope I'm not yeah. you know there I mean, was none no of that. I
1: mean I don't think anybody really had like, there's never a thing of like just remember Jim's not your dad you know like there was of course, not, none of course of that not going on or anything but
0: it was very humbling
1: yeah it was
0: very humbling yeah was... I'm like yeah no I know but you still need to behave and it's like <laughs> she's not gonna listen to me at all so <laughs> We still laugh that's over our that girl. one. Uh-huh. That's
1: her, though. That summarizes her.
0: Yeah, five years old or uh huh. Probably... probably
1: like five or six. She
0: was yeah, between five and six, definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It was. Classic. I will never forget that. It was a
1: classic. Um, yeah, yeah. This happy little, perfect little bunch of family walking in, sitting down. Uh-huh. <laughs> Katie screams. Uh huh. You're not my dad. <laughs> 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 I don't want to listen to you. Yeah, I was like, okay,
0: yep, no, I'm here with I'm here with her mom though. I'm here with her mom. I, I like I didn't take her. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. So okay, the I don't know times. how we got on that topic, but, um, anyways, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> My list will be forthcoming. Right. You're always hard to shop for with any holiday. Yeah.
0: See, that's you will give me certain things for birthday, Christmas. You'll mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, I like this sweater. I like this, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I usually end up getting you things that you tell me you want. Mm-hmm. But because I've shown you other things, that I'm like, oh, that's kind of a cool shirt or cool sweater or whatever. And you're like are you serious you can't be serious right now like you don't really think that's I'm like well, I did think it was cool but I, yeah so I'm not good in the fashion sense so unless I'm getting you jewelry or something <laughs> else yeah it's better to stick to and I don't I try to I try to not always get you just what's on your list but yeah just depends
1: I do like you to get me what's on my list
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah your list by the, the by the time we get to Christmas the problem is it's like
1: I just like clothes a lot yeah
0: you see something you (laughs) like it and you're like but I really like it
1: it's like Christmas is
0: a month away and I really like it (laughs) oh okay you just had your birthday you know three weeks prior to that but now you found the sweater and you just but I could wear it on Christmas if I had it now I could wear it on Christmas no I don't say that that's Mm, not true it's happened
1: but I think I feel like for um, holiday lists with you it feels a little bit like I do feel like this like oh I can splurge on these brands that I really like and he will totally like that's what it's really about jump all over that's, it. that's 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 <laughs>
0: definitely yes exactly uh-huh. that's typically what we do i like this shirt i would never spend this kind of money on myself i get but use
1: out of it because like look i wear this sweater like three times a week <laughs> i wore it yesterday uh-huh
0: i like that sweater that's the first thing i bought you from that brand
1: what are some things that you have never done that most people have done?
0: Oh, you're going to spring that on me? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Wow. I'll start. Yours is easy. What? There's a lot of things you don't do that people have done.
1: I'm going to start with something simple. Okay.
0: Start with something so simple. Just to help tra- help. Okay. your memory. See if I can get...
1: I've never been to an Aldi.
0: I don't think I've ever been to an Aldi in the US. Does that okay. count? <laughs> does, does, that, does that count? Sure. That's it. Okay. All right.
1: So, like, yeah. So what are some things hmm. that like, you know, these trends that people jump on that all of a sudden like, oh, you just got to, you know, this thing. I I've will, never had a white. I what? will argue that going to Aldi is one of them, but. I've <laughs> never had a white claw. Okay. Yeah. I haven't either. I had a truly the day I found out I had COVID. Um- I haven't had a truly either. <laughs> okay. You've never had a white claw. Nope. All right.
0: Um. This is a tough one to spring on. And- me okay um see this is where being boring jim comes in because
1: you can't think of anything I, I, even like, though there's probably a ton i'm things. sure
0: no i guarantee there's a ton <laughs> but i i think for the most part I'm, I'm pretty just normal as far as like i don't think there's a lot of things that a lot of people do or people be, normally do that i don't mm, do colored your hair i've i've sprayed it for like halloween
1: okay but you haven't dyed it
0: i don't think so i've never dyed it i've never dyed it Okay. but what about like like i don't know like if i've ever bleach. done sun in or bleached like like lemon juice or anything i might have done that professionally no okay no of course not okay. of course of course not <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i don't i don't mean that i just mean you know me and sure. so that's not something uh i've never had a manicure or a pedicure okay i mean not that most people have but i haven't done that
1: never had your ears pierced
0: no never had i've never had a piercing
1: never had a piercing
0: I've never had a tattoo well
1: you never had to work for anything
0: n- never never had to work for anything <laughs> Ever not to this day.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree with
0: that. Oh, would you? Uh-huh. Shocking, shocking. Well, welcome for getting to ride on my coattails. It's
1: another one of my pet te- pet peeves as people that like I don't give a shit if you had everything handed to you. I good for you. You know what? You've, there's mul- you probably have had multiple lives. You've earned it. This is the life that. You- but don't pretend that you worked for it, and don't go around telling everybody else that they need to work harder when you didn't work for shit and everything's been handed to you. That's a pet peeve. Hypocrisy is a pet peeve of
0: mine. Yeah, I would say that falls under <laughs> hypocrisy, and I yeah. think that there's variations and there's nuance to that but okay i hear you i think in a lot of cases i know exactly what you're talking about and it's like pick yourself up by the bootstraps and you just have to do it and it's like oh wait a second
1: i'm okay with that but if you've never done that that's what shut i'm the that, fuck that, up. That, that's what i've never done that
0: that's what i'm saying is when it comes from somebody who uh-huh. never had to experience any hardship and that
1: um okay so all right so you really can't come up with anything else
0: um i've never had an android phone <laughs> <laughs> a,
1: Same.
0: I don't think I. No, I'm sure I never have. They haven't been around that long, so I'm sure I never had. I went from Nextel. I never had. A I think I had, I had a BlackBerry. I never
1: had a BlackBerry.
0: I did have a BlackBerry.
1: Of course you did. Yes. You wanted to feel special. Of course I did. Um, <laughs>
0: ask and you shall receive.
1: <laughs> um, I had a Nextel that was my fancy work phone first work phone next tell
0: well if you take you out of this equation mm-hmm. or yeah i think if you take you out of this equation i have never owned a car mm-hmm. i've never owned my own car
1: yeah yeah that kind of dovetails off this idea <laughs> of you've never worked for anything exactly. everything's been handed yes. to yes mm-hmm. yes very yep. much so yeah mm-hmm. um because you've what you leased before or something so.
0: yes it was le- always leased okay i don't think we ever owned a car prior to and then actually You're, your you car You never had
1: to buy your own car as a teenager
0: no my dad worked for ford so he had one and so i shared it, it with my sister so it was handed, it was handed to, to me okay it was handed to me
1: um all right and then in your 20s you didn't like like you your parents supplied you cars like into your young adulthood too huh yeah oh wow that's be nice Yep. um that's cute <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was it was it was nice
1: um i had to buy a car i bought a car in college i bought my first my first new car when i was like 19 got a cavalier actually i leased that that's a lie um but i bought my first car then when i think i guess it was after i turned that lease can you
0: maybe speak i'm clearly? trying to
1: think jim anyways i guess what so you would, leased
0: your first car at 19 that you would, actually paid for but
1: i would put it there that a lease is getting your own car you're getting your own car but okay I would, I, yes but I i'm just saying you, as far as things i've never I've, okay. until
0: i was, have All been right. with you and even that it was your car even though yeah
1: um okay so anything else those are good ones those are really good ones
0: well you have to give another one
1: i don't know that I can think of any I've done so much I mean I, I've never had a tattoo I can also say that but I've already I say that a lot um I can't think of anything right now
0: so you asked this question you weren't prepared to I was uh, I Aldi Aldi simple. Aldi was the example that you had that was the big revelation yeah. that the one thing is going to Aldi. yeah I'm
1: thinking of other stores around here I've never been in I've never been in a big lot have you ever sat <coughs> on Santa's lap you have was it a scary experience for you or a happy experience or an apathetic experience oh, I think it was a happy experience. It was happy.
0: We used to have growing up, we had um
1: I've never been happy on Santa's lap.
0: Left, I'm not shocked.
1: I only did it at one time and I cried through the whole Yeah,
0: I'm experience. not surprised one bit. Not been, even a little yeah. bit.
1: I was kind of old when I happened to.
0: Like twenty-five.
1: No, but like seven. Yeah, and you couldn't, you just I wouldn't, felt weird. I wouldn't answer him when he asked what I wanted. I just stayed quiet. And he was like grilling. And he told my mom, he's like, I'm sorry, I couldn't get anything out of her. <laughs> She's <laughs> like,
0: It's not you, Santa, it's it's her. Okay. We know this. No, when I was growing up and I don't remember how old I was. We had um, a neighborhood Santa. They came around to the house.
1: Wow, that's fancy. We knock
0: on the doors and you know you were so bring us rich. some stuff.
1: You had cars handed to you. You had Santa in your own neighborhood. <laughs> so that is what rich people have for real.
0: Well, Santa just liked <laughs> us on our neigh na- you know, in our neighborhood. Okay. So he volunteered to come early. Okay, yeah. Actually it might have been the day of. I actually think that that's it was really the, fancy. The morning of I wow. think he came around. Very and, fancy. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, my Santa would leave evidence of like crum- cookie crumbs, but I never got to see him.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most years, that's what happened. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Leave out cookies and you get some crumbs and the milk was gone. And
1: I truly feel like if I had a situation where Santa came to my house first, of all, I'd be totally fucking spooked. I'd be you like, would... get the fuck out of here. You're I'm... not supposed to be here. I would not want that level of special attention. Like to me, it would feel like too special. Like this is uncomfortable. And then also, I also think it would take away from the mystery and the magic of it. Well, that's what- to me, it's like he's an enigma. Like, you know, you see him from a distance in the mall. Like, because I was always too afraid to go sit on his lap except for that one time. (laughs)
0: Looking looking down from the second. Actually, your (laughs) mall didn't have a second floor, so- You weren't looking down from the second or third floor right. down at Santa. Right. Um, have you story. ever had your picture then taken, obviously not, with a mall Santa?
1: No way. That's too expensive. My mom would never okay, do I that. Okay. I would
0: say we didn't do that either. I don't think we ever did I
1: that. I feel like there is a picture of me out there, though, where she would like took it like it was totally like, you know, off to the side or something.
0: Oh, I I, I would imagine I we probably have those think two. there's
1: one of those with me. I'm not sure. I'm but
0: thinking the same. I could be wrong.
1: I don't think you'd be surprised to learn that every experience getting Christopher on Santa's lap was pretty traumatizing as well well so i wonder where he get that from i think i only did it a couple of times i was like okay we're done with this <laughs>
0: Shifting gears. Uh-huh. I've never seen any of the Saw movies.
1: I have seen. I don't even
0: Saw know that movie. I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street, which is more uh, relevant to our Nightmare generation. Elm
1: we were playing some trivia game at your family Halloween party. And thankfully, I was on Nick's team because apparently he's seen every Halloween movie. But, I mean, not just Horror movie. not just the Halloween series. Because apparently, I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure he's seen all of those and he knew all every, every detail. But, wait, is there more than one? I don't even know. Yes. I've never I seen. I think
0: seven was the number, and I could be wrong. I've on never
1: that. seen any of the iconic, famous, like horror I movies. I actually am not sure that except for I Scream, have. Scream, maybe?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure that I've seen.
1: In Blair Witch.
0: Nightmare on Elm Street. Halloween. See, Texas Chainsaw saw, Massacre. Sosbury Massacre. Very yeah, I don't think I've seen any of those.
1: Oh, I've seen, like. I've um, seen
0: clips of Nightmare on Elm Street, but I don't is, think I've seen a whole movie.
1: What, what's the one with Hannibal Lecter? Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. I saw that. And the sequel.
0: I don't think I've ever seen the sequel. I think I've mm-hmm. seen the first one but i did not see it for like a very okay. long time this yeah. is probably very boring for i've never been people on a real roller coaster
1: i've only been on child roller coasters and they're scary is there enough. a theme here um <laughs> okay well okay what else have you have
0: you ever been skydiving
1: <laughs> yeah i've actually been skydiving okay, just not a roller coaster right okay
0: that's what i thought <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Do you have a desire to go skydiving?
0: I did at one point in time.
1: (gasps) Here's a topic. I don't anymore. That's stupid. Here's a topic. I don't really care what you think. After we delete much of what we just said because it was boring, I have done, I decided that I want to do more training and get certifications professionally in areas of more like somatic type things. So I started this, um, it's called Tapping Emotional Freedom Technique for anxiety reduction this week. And it's, as they say, she calls it a sister to acupuncture. It's maybe she says acupressure-ish thing anyways um, I'm not done with that it's like a it's a self-paced program but um, one of the things she was saying which I like totally agree with is she was just talking about anxiety in general and how she believes that um, anxiety comes from like you know one of two places either one you had a traumatic experience or two it's just instinctually instinctually you know that this is not a thing to I do I heard
0: that I actually heard that part so
1: you know and she'd applied that a lot to people who have fear of flying fear of elevators. I'm like, ding, ding, ding. That's me. Like, you cannot, you're not going to, no one's ever going to reason with me that it's smart to get on a plane. Like, it's just, I don't care what the stats are. I just instinctually know that when that thing crashes, you die. Like, that's just, there's not going to be any survival there. Or like, why would I go in an elevator where I, like, to me, like, no one ever said to me, oh, you could get stuck. I just had, was a little girl, and I had this instinct, like, I don't want to go in this box and be stuck in here. There's no windows and nowhere way to get out like these things are just instinctual to me so i was just thinking like you and i watched this documentary this week of what was it called jim are you listening which
0: one i was trying (laughs) i was trying to think of what we watched we just watched the crown are you there we just watched the crown and i was trying to remember what we watched it was
1: about the avalanche Oh, buried. Buried. Yes. About this avalanche at where? Um, uh,
0: hid not Hidden Valley. Um, something Valley. Pine Valley, I think Pine Valley.
1: Okay, and it was in the. 1982.
0: 1982.
1: yes. 1982, and it was just really kind of sad. It was this terrible. Just
0: right next to Squaw Valley, so
1: terrible avalanche. Eight people died?
0: Six, I think. Six
1: people died. Uh, Spoiler, you know, I'm sorry, watch it, but it also happened in real life. Like they did find one survivor after five days. But, you know, there was lawsuits following, like you and I had a lot of discussion afterwards and we don't need to go into all of that. But, you know, clearly these kids they were kids at the time that were out there Early that 20s. were yeah ski patrol just adventurers in life like i just had all these thoughts so like why would you be out there anyways like what the fuck is wrong with you you know what i mean like there's just these people that just have this adventurous spirit and it's just like oh well yeah there's risk but like what's the point of living if you're not going to take risks and i'm just like what's the point of living if you're just going to risk your life every day like i don't understand that doesn't compute to me and you're obviously on that other end of the spectrum yeah if it weren't for me for like, being
0: worried about like i have to do this and i have to get a job i have to go to school. I have all these things that like I have to check off and do. That's something that I would have absolutely if I could have just been like. But screw why?
1: It. But why? What well, I don't to understand. To experience
0: something. But what do you
1: need to experience? What do you? What What happened to you as a child? What did life, you life?
0: Everything. <laughs> I'm not alone in this. So. But if you're
1: trying to experience things that you're not meant to do, like if we were meant to fly, we'd have wings. Okay. If we were meant to do these outrageous stunts that you have done, like we would just have the natural ability to do them. Like you jump off a building you splat to the earth and you die like you want to have a cord attached to you and do it just to experience life you weren't meant to do that you weren't but meant to do that
0: I, and I, I that was
1: not your point i here wish i earth.
0: had i wish i had <laughs> to um, test the limits re- recorded or remembered exactly what alan watts said okay about this idea of trying to maintain or or have safety like ultimate safety in life but if you're doing
1: things that are incongruent under with the nature like i don't but like, where's the where's the line far that, you obviously
0: you can take it too far that
1: is the line but you could point you, don't have you could point wings. to that you don't could point fly. to that you could point to that why and people would you could jump say, off a building with a bungee cord like that's stupid
0: but these people were <laughs> you know they're working at a ski resort they're doing avalanche patrol it's a it's a it's a thing so they're I'm doing every day they're showing necessarily
1: like using this as a specific yeah. example. I just got me thinking about people, Absolutely. other people that do stupid things for no reason, like yeah. other than I don't know to chase some high. Like, what are they trying to prove to themselves? I, I actually think that that is maladaptive. I don't think that that's like oh, I'm just this adventurous soul that wants to live life to its fullest. I I just I really think there's something maladaptive about that.
0: Well, there probably is. Like skydiving,
1: but- it, why why would you risk your life for that? That's silly. This and there's just this like I'm above God, I'm above nature attitude and to me it's just like you're not you're actually not though what
0: i told you though to me that was kind of a defining part of that was not knowing anything about the story being 1982 was four years old so you know you didn't
1: know about the story when you were four years old did you no but i think it's important that you added that and clarified that for the listeners thank you no
0: what i (laughs) well (laughs) i was going somewhere now you totally distracted me on, on that point Um, No, my point being to when we first started the documentary and, and it was like, okay, what's this about? And what I'm saying is, when the event happened, I wasn't, I, I didn't obviously know about it. That's my whole thing. So, watching a documentary on something that happened now and being like, well, I, I'm assuming, okay, they didn't, based on the way it, you know, they didn't shut the ski resort down. They didn't take mm-hmm. all these c- controls. And mm-hmm. in fact, everything they were doing were, was to try to implement the precautions necessary. They had closed the resort. They had said, hey, no, you know, and, and people that were killed. But
1: I'm not talking about that. I
0: know. I'm that, just saying that.
1: This is unrelated to what I'm talking about.
0: Right. So, I'm I'm going to say this I guess what you you know you said what do you, what do you what was the question what are you trying to prove yeah or what is what, what do you, it just
1: seems a little maladaptive to me it feels like you're like I just feel like you're chasing an adrenaline rush or something to me I think you are but what like, is what like, is life so you, what is
0: living what is you well then know? how
1: okay so like if you're, if you're if you're meant I think that it's a convenient excuse to be like well I'm challenging myself I'm pushing myself to the limits to me it's like are you or are you just somebody that likes it and you're actually getting something out of it like you for me I'm going to go back to what we I keep Circling back to. For me, your risk is leaning into taking emotional risks, not mm-hmm. physical risks. So, yep. yeah, Jim, you got that down. Big deal. To me, you're just like escaping or running away or, you know, doing these things to like seek a high rather than actually expand yourself. So, for me, it would be for me to go do those things. However, I'm not going to go and like do the crazy shit well, that is contrary to or um incongruent with life. I'm, I'm not going gonna to say do that, that
0: stuff. I agree with you completely on that point, as that a lot of the people. People, the thrill seekers that are doing that you've mastered that great so what's next you know how far do you push it mm-hmm. a, a number of them have died in these pursuits mm-hmm. we know that but you're right it's like that's not really your challenge so what is it? it's the thrill see I mean it was maybe interesting it's something to else, me
1: but- and I'm gonna and this might be a, a bit risky even saying this because I'm making a lot of assumptions I don't really know what the story is but we just were able to watch this footage and their interviews and then you know kind of make some summaries from there but what kind of I one of of the things that stood up to me is that almost all of them made a point to point out how unemotional they are how they would found themselves to be generally non-emotional people and so some of them like this tragedy played out very differently in different ways maybe it was delayed or minimized or whatever but um i found that to be not surprising but also pretty striking i'm like yeah okay you have these people that are pretty adventurous in life um and the world of, of emotion of emotions like they're not adventurous there like that was it's just foreign or scary territory for them. And um, I don't know. I just thought I had brought that up to you. We obviously talked about that a little bit about that, too. I was like, oh, OK, interesting.
0: It is interesting. <laughs> and I think that there probably is an element to that, a correlation between those two and having a balance of those two. Right. You know, I know, you know, and, and again, to me, that world doesn't seem that scary. It seems more scary in the risk of not going into corporate America and getting a normal job and having security and having That is the scary part of that. Thinking back to my early 20s, you know, when those people were doing those things and when a lot Uh of people go off and, you know, go away for a year or two and, you know, travel and do all that. Um, But, you know, I think it does take a certain type of person to do those jobs. And mm-hmm. to, you know, for me, you know, you talk about skydiving. I've always, at a point in time, I wanted to skydive, but I'm also very afraid of the risk of it. Yeah. You know, so I, but there's I think, a balance there. But
1: don't you think what what I was going to say about that is I think our culture really puts people that are willing to take yes. physical risks in the world on a pedestal. Well,
0: it's like the hero mentality, right?
1: And anybody, you know, like the people in the world that are... Diving into the depths of the ocean in the world of emotions are kind of frowned upon. You know what I mean? So yeah. to me, it's just really interesting because I'm like, one is not superior or necessarily different than the other. Absolutely They're just contrary. Not. But yeah, absolutely. Well, I think
0: that, you know, in and, and fortunately where we are today, there's been a lot of change in that. Way in the way we regard vulnerability and emotion, and those people that specialize in that no, area. I don't
1: know about that. I don't know about. Oh, that. I,
0: well, okay. There's a subset of people that think you you don't show weakness. That's, that's my you don't point. do that. There's there's there is a subset. I think that that subset though is much smaller than it was probably 30 years ago.
1: Yeah, I don't know that I would use the word subset though. I mean, I think that I still think that at the mid I think like first of all, I don't know that things really change that much over time. But like we're you know we don't know much about the previous generation because we didn't live it. We can only, you know, assess based on what we read and hear about. But um, I don't know about that.
0: But I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, you know, if you look at the world of sports and sports psychologists and, you know, these these NFL teams that have hired these you, sports psychologists to you, come in there and actually build a different culture within
1: the organization. Lie, but it's it's uh, how much, how much like kicking and screaming do they have to do to get a voice? And also, I mean, if you think about it too in this way, like just look at like the Myers-Briggs, like I am guess I'm thinking intuitives are going to be the ones that are maybe more into that world diving deeply into the world of emotions and the sensors are going to be the ones that are more into um, valuing that other end of that continuum and only 25 percent of the population are intuitive so i do think in general the majority are valuing these things over i i'm not disagreeing with
0: you i do agree i agree with you i'm just saying i think it's I'm not saying it's 50 50 balanced. No, I don't think it's anywhere close to that. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I'm not going to say either way. But
0: but I think that it's, I think that there is a cultural shift, a very slow cultural shift around more acceptance and more understanding. And um, I don't want to say appreciation. I don't think that's the right word. I think that almost sounds demeaning. But like this, this, respect in this understanding of you know those intuitives for example um and the value that they provide society i think there is a i think there's a shift in that direction Mm -hmm. and again you know how many podcasts are out there how many you know um you know you can go on the internet and have a web page set up and you can you can share information so i think the mm-hmm. information is so much more readily available than it ever was so a lot of that could be contributed to just the information is out there and it's easy to consume versus in the past you know right. you you don't have access to all of
1: that right yeah yeah i don't know i just was it just obviously it sparked some conversation i just it was interesting to listen to first of all it was just like it was a really good documentary but to just listen to their stories this handful of people that you you know i don't want to like put anybody in a box here but like they're they're all they were all very Mm like-minded in their adventure they kind of put themselves
0: in a box and they owned that box that they were in in a lot of ways so um yeah you just said you said you know you're not sure that there's been a shift we can't you know to look look back and it's hard to do maybe comparisons or really know exactly mm-hmm. you know what that looks like mm-hmm. but what what's your perception on that I mean what do you what's your thought on it what do you mean on, on, is there are you kind of saying you don't think there's really any shift or are you saying okay maybe there is but it's so minor that it doesn't really matter I'm just curious what your.
1: I think that we need to be open to this idea that although there is some evolution and change collectively just as we individually evolve evolve and grow as people in our own individual lifetimes that it's not we're not that much different than our forefathers you know what I mean and um I think we need to be realistic about that, especially as we think about some of the things that have happened throughout history that like, I don't think that we're above those things happening again. Do you know what I mean? I,
0: I, yes, I do know what you mean. And I think that you're 100% right on that. We haven't come that far. Uh-huh. I think there's a little bit more awareness, but I, I, I can see that. I can see where you're coming from there.
1: Yeah, we've witnessed. We've witnessed. It. We've
0: witnessed a in number last, of events.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah, in the, re- in the recent years, especially. So yep. yeah, that was really great. You had a follow-up question. I don't think I've ever experienced that from you, before you anymore,
0: you have, <laughs> you have. Yeah, my follow-up question is what what. <laughs> You have your phone in your hand. You're you're looking at something. You keep uh, glancing down at it.
1: I know, but I'm not really looking at anything. Okay, so, so. you
0: ha- you don't have a, a something else that was on your list of things to share. No. You started this by talking. You didn't start this by talking about pet peeves, but you have mentioned along the way through this conversation a couple of pet peeves that have come up. Mm. So, do you have any other pet peeves that like just really stand out to you?
1: Um. Well, I I mean, sure. I've got lots of pet peeves. I've talked. We talk about here. We've, we've talked about them before on here i think month-long halloween's a bit of a pet peeve to be honest that's okay kind so that of one that it. one gets you um yeah and case. we've
0: established <laughs> it's not about the decorations it's about the multiple yeah you know events of... yeah
1: like why are we trick-or-treating 28 days of the month and like yeah. why do we have more than one costume like no i don't like that when the trunk retreats not fans like what is that no thank you it's like going on a cruise when you could like go to an island like no why would you do that because <laughs> you take
0: the cruise <laughs> to the island
1: i don't understand cruises anyway (laughs) that's a pet peeve of yours yes the idea
0: of a cruise ship yes
1: 100 (laughs) costco is a pet peeve of mine
0: yeah but okay it's a pet peeve of yours but you don't you don't you don't have you don't hate costco
1: no like i don't cancel them or anything
0: like we shop there we shop at costco i know
1: people that like are obsessed with cancel culture like people that just spend all their time bitching about it and railing against it that do simultaneously cancel the fuck out of everything all the time or make up fake fake facebook profiles and troll people that's a pet peeve of mine that's, that's, a, a, that's a
0: that's a fair pet peeve <laughs> the again hypocr- i guess that goes with hypocrisy, hypocrisy yeah. it's the same thing An no matter where it shows its face and, yeah
1: um, yeah it's a hide behind a fake profile um threaten people what about you <laughs> what are your pet peeves
0: um... You know, I, I, I know I'm guilty of this sometimes, but know-it-alls, it's a pet peeve of mine. People that just think they know everything.
1: And I find people that complain about know-it-alls are typically know-it-alls, though.
0: Well, that's what I said. I, <laughs> I i fall guilty to it sometimes, too, and I have to check myself. And as I guess maybe as I get older, I try to check myself more. But I guess I just get exposed to more and more people that also think that, like, they'll say something and I'm like, that's not even true. But oh. I'm not going to sit here and correct you on that because yeah. whatever. It's not worth my time or energy. But, like, no, that's not thats not true. Um, um, overly critical people mm-hmm. even though in private I'm pretty critical okay with you I think I'm like you know mm-hmm. I'm very critical of people okay but I don't like
1: you are not you are I well I,
0: I think that well, <laughs> well I guess that's my point because I, I get I get concerned that am I being am I being too critical of certain people Whoa, but um you're so not critical. No, I think that there's, you know, you're very, you're more critical than I am. And that's Mm -hmm. hard for me sometimes. The
1: thing behind the criticism, though, the intention behind that, I'm not making excuses, I'm explaining it, is that there's usually um, a really um, perceptive um, perspective on what could be. And so it's like, I see what could be here. And then it's also, I mean, it's definitely rooted in insecurity. It's 100% rooted in insecurity. And so, um, yeah, yeah, cuz there's make sense. That's, the, it that's does. the talent behind it. There's, there's always a talent behind it well, behind You
0: lack in the talent. There's a okay. way to approach something and to be able to
1: What I, no, and yeah, I'm not what I'm not I'm not excusing it. What I'm telling you, it's yeah. it's, it's it's your talent gone awry. Yeah. is what I'm I'm saying. smiling over here yes. as I'm looking at you. It's your I talent gone awry. It's like yeah. what was I explaining? You know, people that people I've had to feel like I've had so many people bring up imposter syndrome lately and I always I'm like, "Let me just give you my little two cents on imposter syndrome. It's humility gone awry." Like it's it's one of your greatest character strengths, but it's just gone a little awry. You know, if you were truly an imposter, yeah. you wouldn't be worried that you're an imposter, first of all. So, right. you know, there would be more like maybe narcissism going on there. But um, yeah, so I think like with all these things, it's just like, okay, the criticism is coming from there's this skill that you have, but you also have this like insecurity here. And yeah, this is where this has gone awry. Mm-hmm. What, what's your skill that's gone awry?
0: Um I'm sure there's a whole list of them. I'm sure you know very well what they are. Um, My skill that's gone awry is feeling like I need to fix things. So listening to something and taking it in and feeling like like my response needs to be to fix something instead of just listening to somebody because I think I can be a good listener but I go into fixed mode Okay. would you say that's not fair or not a true statement or do you think that's a true statement
1: I think that that is not a true statement okay. I think that um, I think that you lack self-awareness but that's a topic for a different day
0: okay that wasn't that wasn't the question that was asked <laughs> it is because so.
1: I, I think it's funny I think okay well my opinion of it is is that the reason why I said that is because I don't I'm like how do you not know what your skill is that goes awry it has to do with your ability to be like this peacemaker and think objectively and like see all sides. Because you put me on the spot and I had to come up with something. goes awry, you get Jim who's got no (laughs) opinion or answer or.
0: (laughs) I I was trying to put something out there. It wasn't, yes, that's a hundred percent. I was trying to think of all of my traits and yes, being a peacemaker um, at the expense of just being truthful.
1: Which creates a lot of war. Yeah. Yes, (laughs) Yes.
0: <laughs> not <laughs> in a relationship, not always a great skill to have.
1: Yeah. No. Um, so, yeah. where? How do we? Because oh, oh, criticism was your pet peeve. OK. So, yeah, you got like you don't like that. Um, what yeah. else? Any other pet peeves? <laughs>
0: Um, well, if we're going to stick with kind of that topic, because anything, you're no, 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 I'm just oh, saying. I, I, okay,
1: okay, go for it, Jim. Who's the critical one now?
0: <laughs> me. Um, I think that people who are overly reactive, <laughs> <laughs> shocking. Uh huh. Be, because obviously, I struggle with that, mm-hmm. and it makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Is where it comes from. It's my own issue yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. Sometimes it's. Sometimes I genuinely feel like it's it plays
1: a number on your backbone, doesn't it? it? Plays it's, uh, a number on your backbone.
0: Yeah. Well. Well, yeah. it, you know, I guess it depends <laughs> on context, obviously, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but we know that from my personality I mean, traits,
1: nobody right? likes reactive people, but you take it to this level of like, everything's yeah. reactive. It's like everything isn't reactive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: like, I get very seriously. uncomfortable with the slightest, you know, <laughs> or, you know, yeah. um, yeah. imbalance yeah. that comes up.
1: Um, I think that you don't like helpless people. I think that's a pet peeve of yours.
0: It is. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> I,
1: or perceived helplessness. I was going to say,
0: this is the thing: a truly helpless person. I can have all the empathy and compassion for that person in the world. I have no problem with that. There oh, are people.
1: That's interesting. How do you judge helplessness? Well, good
0: question. That's a no. That's a fair point. Okay, that's a fair point. Um, it's more laziness. It's hmm. more laziness. Oh, in, you mean
1: like people that have everything handed to them? Yes. Okay.
0: Mostly people like me. <laughs> so people, and this this happens in the you know in the work setting. They don't have a time. Especially, clock. but it's like, or even, even the kids do it sometimes too. Like, I don't know how to do that and it's like yes you do you didn't even try like you didn't even put any effort into it at all your answer is just to come back and act like you're helpless and that you don't and it's like at least show some effort into
1: I think what I've learned over the years is that laziness is so so subjective it's so interesting to me because how you define laziness and how I define laziness are very different things so I've found you to be a very lazy person like since I met you I thought you were pretty lazy um but like you said like you'll you'll try to solve any problem to you that's not that's the opposite of laziness do you know what I'm saying so like like hustle that's like if you can't hustle that's laziness to me you you're slothy like you can't hustle so I guess again I've just had to adapt that because have
0: you have you adapted
1: (laughs) no I've had to adapt to this idea of like everyone's lazy in their own way we all just define it differently or everyone is critical in their own way but we define it differently I find you to be heavily critical when you say nothing, you know mm-hmm. you find me to be critical. When I say something, yeah, it's like that's interesting. So what's
0: well, the yin and yang? We're very opposite, yeah. And, and all I, of those ways. But I'm just ways, saying, so many most, people, many
1: so many people are so judgmental mm-hmm. by what they're not saying all the time. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think we. But it's absolutely true. I know true. somebody for sure that everybody who encounters them feel judged by them. Yep. There's not a word that comes out of their judge out of their mouth that's right. judgmental. It's every so they can sit back mannerisms. and be like, I'm not
0: being judgy. I'm not judging. Yeah.
1: But everybody yeah. that encounters them feels judged by them. person. You feel So that. does that make sense?
0: Yeah. No, I do that. I, I absolutely yeah. do that because I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. And it's like, but by not saying anything, I'm actually.
1: But I'm just trying to say that like we all are doing all the things. Right. We're just doing it in different yeah. languages or different. You know what I mean? So like, it's like, we got to be careful. Got to be careful about how we're judging mm-hmm. these things. <laughs> because yeah you say that i'm critical i actually find you to be incredibly critical even though maybe not a mean word comes out of your mouth
0: i would i would agree with that i would agree with that
1: you say that so-and-so is lazy i say you're lazy because you don't know how to hustle like you know what i'm saying like
0: yeah so what i've struggled with with that like you talk about being critical it's like so now i've tried here do you want to pause it yeah okay Okay. we're back (laughs) rudy poor rudy his poor tummy we were, talking about, we were talking about being critical and you said, when I say nothing, that's worse than saying something.
1: I didn't say that's worse. I just said that okay. that is judgmental behavior. Okay. Some people feel very criticized by people that actually know words come out of their mouth, Yes, but everything else about them is letting us know okay. what they really think.
0: Because if I say what I think... I'm
1: not just talking about you. Okay. No, no. I want to make this... You.
0: I'm making this specific to me. Okay. So it's like, okay, no, I need to say something. I need to speak because you're right and... And you don't know what I'm thinking, and you know, you sense an attitude from me, let's just say, or something, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, you're so it's like, no, I'm 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 irritated about this, I'm mad about this. Mm-hmm. You also don't like that. So that's like the
1: Nobody likes it. Okay. I, I, do you think that I'm excusing criticism? My kind okay, of criticism? Okay, that's that. what is wrong <laughs> thank with you you? Thank you? you listen. Thank you. No, I, I literally said it's this other thing gone awry. I know. These are not complicated. What I'm saying is not complicated. It's not complicated. Yes, I'm critical criticizing you right now for your stupidity. But <laughs> was... I did not say that one is better than the other. I'm saying before you sh- shoot off that you're better than me because you don't criticize. You do criticize. Yes. You criticize in this way. Or like, n- not you specifically. I was talking about one person specifically right. that I know of that personally everybody feels encounters that. They feels feel that. judged and criticized yes. by. And yes. I think it's hilarious because there's no actually overt words that come out of this person's mouth yes. that would you could say. They said that.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. No, and I'm not saying one's better than the other, but I'm saying if somebody has feelings I think and you opinions, do think
1: that. I think you actually think that. That's what's hilarious. Well- I think you actually think that.
0: I think, <laughs> so that's, I've struggled with that for a long time because I have thought that, well, no, I'm not, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And it's like, no. and instead you, yeah, you carry it. You, you, everybody can see it, you know, and it's like now they're just left feeling judged and guessing because you're not just open about what- what it is that's bothering you or what you know what you're being critical about it doesn't feel good to be criticized mm-hmm. obviously there's a responsible way to do it i just think share. that
1: you're taking this to a level that is over-complicated okay well you could right delete now.
0: this you could delete this yeah okay okay all right anyway <laughs> should we wrap this up
1: sure i want to know if you have another pet peeve though
0: um i was planning on doing this in a couple nights and i was going to actually take some notes mm-hmm. and oh this is a really basic one Okay. Talking during movies and TV shows. Okay. Is a fucking hey, pet peeve Jerry of mine. Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. <laughs> we were watching Jerry Seinfeld and he was talking about, you know, him him going to the movies and not having a clue what's going on and then asking somebody like, I'm watching it with you. And this is what you know, like dude, how are you not picking up on, mm-hmm. on this? Yeah. And he says afterward, it's like when it's explained, he's like, Oh, now I get it. Oh, now I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it while I was yeah, watching because I didn't know what was going on in the parking lot after. <laughs> I I don't like that. That definitely is a pet peeve of mine. You're always asking questions. And I'm like, just watch and you'll figure it out. But I guess- No,
1: because if you are sitting like an arrogant cop next to me, (laughs) acting like, oh, like there's this whole thing I'm not in on. And I'm like, what? What did I miss? I don't know. I don't know any more than you know. And it's like, well, you clearly know more than I know. You clearly know more than I know. Well, do you understand that? I have no idea I what know. just happened.
0: So a lot of times it's, it, <laughs> I, I think we've actually, well, we've talked about this, but a lot of times it's because I feel like you're not paying attention. If I felt like you were paying attention and you just like missed something, I would not have a problem well, aren't with that. are
1: you a judgy little bitch? Yes, I am. How do you a know I'm paying attention?
0: Because you're on your phone playing Spider Solitaire <laughs> and I'm right. watching you.
1: I do not play Spider Scrolling Solitaire in the movie theater. I would never do that. I'm
0: talking about at home. You don't, in the movies, you don't do it. Every once in a while, you'll do it in the movies, but more <laughs> more often i'm just talking about at home if we're watching something and okay
1: well that doesn't matter we're, this was related to movie theaters where like you got to be quiet because you're going to be disrupting yeah. people around you
0: i get that but my my pet peeve is more just in general it's like if we're watching something and then you're not paying attention and then like but it's okay oh, for
1: well. you to not pay attention and ask questions
0: how often does that happen i don't know yeah A exactly lot. <laughs> a lot are you a liar now too
1: <laughs> trying to be uh huh you can't <laughs> beat him join him <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right well
1: okay
0: I gotta clean this little Rudy mess up okay so all anything right. else you want to talk about
1: no I don't think so
0: well, I love you I right, love you too